One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. <laughs> That's Rosie, a dog. And this is. This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London, and our special guest is Barry Castagnola, who joins us remotely and produces the show. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Bum, bum, fishy, fishy, bum, bum. Fishy, fishy, bum, bum, we love you. Man gets fish stuck up his bum. Barnes storming debut. Former nurse turned comedian Angela Barnes makes a storming debut on the froth when we ring her to discuss the aforementioned fish up the aforementioned bum. You spin me right round, Lazy Susan, right round, like a record Lazy Susan, right round, right round. In an age where everyone else is asking whether all Karens are Karens, we dare to ask if all Susans are lazy. In the clearing stands a boxer dog and a doctor by his trade and he carries the reminders of how to do basic medical work and CPR. Boxer dog becomes world's first fully trained dog doctor. I couldn't join in on that one. Why not? Well, I didn't understand what you were doing. It's a story about a boxer dog who does CPR. I know, but the other two are really catchy, isn't it? I set it to the tune of uh, Samuel Funko's The Boxer. Yes, I understand. The Froth's new email contact system almost collapses when it's inundated with an email from a bloke called Lee. And those are the headlines. Right, episode 13. This is uh, series 2, episode 1. The first episode of the second series. Very exciting. I assume, I'm hoping that the social media this series... Is a step up from last series. Let's hope so. Um, we put out a poll asking how many people... Well, you, you put out I, a poll. I put out a poll asking how people felt about holidays because we went on holiday. Yeah, so you put out a poll because ours are always shit and stressful. Really stressful. Horrible. Yeah, but it was close, right? What was, what was close? I asked people, uh, do you find them, ah, relaxing? What? You know. Don't you normally say... Do you find them A, relaxing, B, something else? What do, you find, do you find them R? What is it? Do you find them R, relaxing, or, or, or S? No, R as in R. Ah. Not R oh. as in the Welsh alphabet. 
I think it meant R. The le- it's not just a Welsh alphabet. R is in the English one pretty well no, established. R, like oh. for apple. Oh. Right, so, so you mean, do you find them A? God, even this is stressful. It is. Even the poll is awful. So you put out a poll yeah. saying, do holidays, you, yeah. do you find them A? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, oh, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you put out a poll. Fuck's sake, I'm trying to clarify this. I've just come home from this. Right, sh- Silence, <laughs> so I can clarify this for a second. Imagine being on holiday with us. You put out a poll yep. saying, "Holidays? Do you find them a <laughs> ah, relaxing? That that's all. It, that's okay. Well, forty-six point one percent of people said yes. Right. Or do you find them? Right now, that, before you do this, B. Right. Good. <laughs> good. Go on. Do you find them B? Stressed to shit. Stressed to shit. Are you stressed as shit? Too shit on holiday. So do you find holidays A uh, ah, relaxing, relaxing 46.1% or B stressful as shit? Mm-hmm. Okay, how many people said B stressful as shit? 53.9. So more people are stressed on holidays. Yeah, but it's quite close. So we're not the only ones. No. Who are stressed to shit. We're in the majority. I find it incredibly stressful. It's awful. I can't I find it difficult to switch off. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm I'd not rather good. work for the rest of my life than go on another holiday with you. Rosie's Is just that Rosie? barking to come in. Well, yeah, what do you think's barking in the other room? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Right. That was the poll. Yes, that's the poll about holidays. Yes. Most people find them really stressful, as do we. We find it hard to switch off. It's rubbish. I find downtime harder than uptime. <laughs> Shall I read out a tweet we had? About holidays? Yeah. Why not? This is from uh, Taurus Fraggle. At yeah. Taurus Fraggle. Regular listener to this show. Yes. One of very he few. says, last year on holiday, we got sick of hoovering up dog hair all week. We don't have a dog. <laughs> I don't know how it kept appearing. I mean, Throughout the week, I'm pretty sure we ended up with flea bites. <laughs> As usual, it's a shit tweet. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, if you remember... One of the things we've done for our new upgraded series two here on Acast on the Froth Podcast is we have launched during our holiday. Do, 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 this was do. this was probably the highlight of our holiday. We launched a new email feature. We had a brainstorming meeting at the end of series one. We all agreed that the that the content we were getting on social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc., was terrible. Awful. Awful, awful, boring content. (laughs) As evidenced by that tweet you just read out from regular listener, Taurus. It's not quite interesting. Who was the dog? Nobody gives a shit. Where was the hair Nobody gives a shit where the dog was, where the hair was, or where the holiday was. It's terrible. That's what we were getting. In in between series, we launched a brand new email feature, the big new email feature. We put it on the Froth website. We said, email us, email us. Hello at thefrothpodcast.com. You can now email the show. We thought the content will be better. People yeah. will be taking longer. If you haven't got just 140 characters or whatever it is on Twitter these days, people will take their time. They will write Less full, long letters and emails. We'll get a sack, a sack of good quality content. Open the sack, please, with all the emails in. Okay, the metaphorical quick. electronic sack with all the emails in. Let's have a look. We've had one. We've had, yeah, one email from Seriously? Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Lee no, Allen. That, no, I'm serious now. I am serious. Step outside. Is this a, is that a one joke? One email, yeah. From Lee Allen. Okay. Have no, you heard that name before? Hello at thefrothpodcast.com. Hello, Lee. It was in July 2019. Good start. 2019 was 
not a bad year. You're drinking mine. Compared to... I'm drinking your wine. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I was on holiday in Tenerife with the family. Right. As you do, we'd been out for a meal the previous night. Nothing wrong with that so far. Textbook holiday stuff. Yeah, it's going well. Nothing out of the ordinary. Is that the end of the email? <laughs> because usually they go downhill like... And let's stop it there. No. Nah, that's pretty good. I'm going to read on. Nah, that's pretty good. Oh, come on. I, I'm Your glass half full. You think it's going to be it's all right? It's not anymore. You've been drinking out of it. I've been drinking out of it. I think I'm glass half empty. This email is going to go hmm. get worse from Fair you. Shape. Yeah, I, I, come on. All right. Until I was awoken by my body at 3 a.m. Here we go. <laughs> Feeling very ill. Here we go. Quickly got to the bathroom. Okay. Mm. Ended up sat on the toilet while leaning over the sink. Because I had both ant and deck. <laughs> what does that mean? All right. But it doesn't rhyme. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to I'm going to track my emotions here. I I knew this email. All correspondence. But that's me, it. That's all you. All correspondence from listeners is rubbish. I. <laughs> I like the ant and deck. Once thing. you start to get on, he's on the toilet. I thought, here we go. This is this. He's going to shit his pants. He's going to shit himself. That's what's going to happen here, this holiday story. How can he be confident that's what happened when we don't know what Ant and Deck means? Then it got worse when you said he's now in the sink and the toilet. I thought, okay, it's both ends. This is going exactly where I thought it would go. But redeemed himself with his... Uh, what is he? I was doing Ant and Deck. What? Because I had both. I had both Ant and Deck. Ant and Deck. That I found amusing. <laughs> is that like a well-known thing? Is that, no. Is that what you say? Well, not that I know of. His body is letting him down... From the from from the front and the back in a double act way, and he is calling that Anton Deck, which I did find quite amusing. Okay. It's really amusing. Right, I'm over that now, though. Where's this going now? This is the new fucking email feature. I know, and we've already had one. We've had one email. It's about somebody shitting himself while throwing up into a sink. <laughs> um, right, scratch that. Really? Yeah. So I'll just not talk about it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're. I mean. Well, all right, and feel free, I'll sit here. Well, you I mean, don't understand what he's talking about, it's well, so funny. Of course funny. he's not, he's already, he's already talking in riddles with Ant and Deck. <laughs> Cleaned up and then went back to try and get some sleep. Oh, to God, get don't tell me you had an Esther Ramson in the middle of the night. <laughs> it was so bad. Right, listen, I know what's coming up in this show. The first story, the main news this week, the main news on the Froth podcast yeah. this week, Series 2, Episode 1, a.k.a. Episode 13, the main news this week that I've got, Mm -hmm. I've pulled out the papers, is a man who shoved a fish up his bottom. So I really do think... That we that should steer away from that. that. It's too late to steer away from it, but we should <laughs> chart a course that definitely... We should panic. <laughs> Actually, and no, you're right. We should steer away from it. Yeah, OK. Hey, let's bring on uh, special guest Barry Castagnola. Ooh, Barry! Uh, Barry Castagnola, a special guest this week, also produces the show, of course. Are you there, Barry? Yes, I am. Just been for a quick Cagney and Lacey. Big news. Yeah. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. That's what they're doing it. Who? Town Criers. Well, town Criers, do you? <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Maybe I, should have a cr- maybe I should have a thing. Maybe I should have like a... Bell. Oh, yay. Oh, but like a... Old Whale. Yeah. For the second series. New, new f- For the second yeah. series, <laughs> maybe... Rod's got a bell. Maybe I should have a, a bell. would be too loud, maybe. Why? Maybe I need a... Well, just a, a, a way of introducing... You know, like in the old days, the town cry. I would go, oh, yay, oh, yay. What were they for? What were town criers? What did they do? Newspapers. Did they just... The news. Yeah. What? That's the point. Was it just to tell the news? Yeah. It was to say the news. It was like, oh, yay, oh, yay. A man caught uh, Robin off uh, Mrs. Jenkins. He's going to be in the town square at two o'clock today. Bring your tomatoes. 
That really? Kind of oh, yeah, Stickers, yeah, yeah. Put them in yeah. the stocks. Bish, bash, put them in the stocks. Was it largely oh. crime that they talked about? I don't know. I just made that one up then. It's not a true story. No. <laughs> what happened to the man? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to be in the town. Actually, what time is it now? we better get down there. Exactly. Would you go? Do you, reckon you do you, struggle with reality. Do you reckon you, you'd have gone in the past? Would you have gone with like a pail of tomatoes to throw at a man? Not necessarily a pail. Just a punnet will do. <laughs> <laughs> would you have gone? A pail of water you're thinking of. But like I imagine food is quite scarce in those days. Why would you waste it on... Yeah, but you use rotten tomatoes, don't you? They go rotten. the rotten stuff. Hmm. Yeah. But why do you leave them rot if, you're, if you haven't got any food? Exactly. I mean, Some, we do these a days. A eater. Food. So oh, you go to the fridge. Times, they were always in medieval the times, they were going the to the fridge and going, oh, God, we never get through these tomatoes. Let's, let's go down to the stocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I need a... Uh, the news. Hey, oh, hey. Otherwise, I'm just going. Here's a story. It's not very interesting, is it? That's do it with this one. Is. Try it out. Oh yeah. That's no, but, okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man with fish stuck up his bum. Tells doctor he simply sat on the creature. Oh yeah. <laughs> roll up. S- sat on the creature. I sat in, on the creature. So, so, so. What does roll up mean? Huh? What does roll up mean? Yeah. It depends on the context. If it's yeah. a cigarette, it means a handmade, <laughs> homemade one rather than a prefabricated right. uh, shop bought. If it's trousers, it yeah. means the bottoms have turned but up. But what does he mean? Either to paddle. What does a town crier mean? With his shoes and socks off or just to roll them up out of fashion or thirdly for length. Roll up with it. If it's a hedgehog. Crier, <laughs> that's curl it's up. a hedgehog. That's like curl, curl up. up I if, 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 <laughs> they roll up. They roll up. No, they curl up. What's yeah. trousers, trousers, cigarettes, and town criers roll up. What, what does the town cry roll up mean? It means, it means come, come here, come, come, come forth. Does come, it, is he surrounded, surrounded by people going? No, what's ro- he talking ro- about? Hang on, town criers means gather round. You know, they, gather round. That, that, you'll think mean? the circus say roll up, not town roll criers. Up, roll up. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, selling tickets up, to up, an up, elephant up, show. Up, da, 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 roll up, yeah. roll up, roll up. Here today, catch a fish and win a prize. Hook a duck. Crier would go. An elephant and a bearded woman. Yeah. <laughs> Walk into a bar. The time. Mama says, "Why the long face?" Because that's my fucking trunk, you cheeky prick. <laughs> <laughs> Simultaneously, she goes, "That's why I've grown a beard to cover it." <laughs> <laughs> it's not a long face. I've got a beard. <laughs> yeah, my face ends there. This is just hair, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen a woman with a beard um, with an elephant. A town crier would usually go... Anyway, you can't do it these days. It's all socially distanced. They'd they would say the time and then say all's well. What? All's well. Who says all's well? The town crier. They would say the time and then I say all's well. Are you, well. Yeah, you, say are you sure? This, this sounds a bit like, <laughs> oh, yay, oh, yay. I want to say way, oh. I don't think I did that. Um, no. Yeah, I think I'm getting it from Disney's uh, Robin Hood. I think you're getting your whole brain from Disney's <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> Yeah, that, they say the time and then they say all's well. Sean, when, when, uh, <laughs> I, one of my most embarrassing moments, I tried to start a chant. More Gareth, embarrassing than this. <laughs> I, I, I tried to start a chant at a Spurs game for Gareth oh. Bale because I was the, the, the chant for Bale, who was our best player, was yeah. just the crowd going, Bale, Bale. It was awful. So yeah. I tried to start, boom, boom, boom. Everybody say Bale, Bale. Bale. Like, twice, twice, three times. No one joined in and just really sheepishly sat <gasps> oh. there. <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Everybody say, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What? Nobody joined in? No I'd one joined, joined in. in. 
Oh, I, come in. I just joined in then. I, I, I know. Pure enthusiasm. I, not I, I, boom, I, I went boom, in boom. so enthusiastic as well. I thought it would be infectious. And then I sat really sheepishly. No one joined in. I once went, went to see Swansea City uh, play with, with Ellis James. And uh, I, I'm far more fascinated in the crowd than in the match. And there was this man at the front who just kept turning around to the crowd. He's absolutely blooded, this guy. And just kept saying, tell them what they are to silence. Because everyone's <laughs> like, we don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> What does he want? What does he, he want us to say? We don't know what you mean, Chang I did, Curry. I did say that. Well, I said it on my own. Uh, now then, oh, yeah. oh yay, oh yay. Roll up. Oh no, we've established they don't say that. Roll, uh, gather round. <laughs> oh yay, oh yay. Man with fish stuck up his bum tells doctor he simply sat on the creature. This <laughs> is this week's big news. The unnamed man. I mean, he must have had a name. Well, uh, he didn't give the real one. The unnamed man. I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't give him a name either if you just... What's your name? Rocked uh, up at the doctor's with a fish up your ass. Yeah. What's your name? I'm not telling. How did he get an appointment? How oh, did he what? How did he get an appointment? Because <laughs> with, with mine, it's like, well, you have to wait two weeks. It's like, it'll really be, it'll be stinking by, by that. <laughs> Which way would you put it up? Head, probably. Yeah, head first. It makes sense. Yeah, you put it up head first. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so the tail would be sticking out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, otherwise, you've tried to shove it up tail first, and they're all, they're like forked. Depends what fish it is, I suppose. Let's like see, one of those uh, um, fish signs, you know, what is it, what is it called? Um, don't worry, oh, be happy. A Billy Bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love bass. a Billy Bass. Don't worry, you know, shove this up. Here's a confession. There. What? I had a, bit, a Billy Bass singing. I'd love one. What singing wall Billy Bass. Yeah. On the wall. Don't worry, be happy. On the wall. This is before. I'm not sure if I got as far as I putting it on the wall. I hope this is before we met. Be I think I bought it, and then before I put it up on the wall, I realised it was a bit naff. Sean, you, you'd remember a Billy Bass. Come on. <laughs> I've had lots of naff things like that in my time. I know. I've had a, I've had a Billy Bass that goes on the wall. Oh, worry, be what happy. Do All right, worse than that. Worse than that. More embarrassing than that. Oh, what? Uh, in, my those, 20s, yeah. in my twenties, in my twenties, one of those men who takes his trousers down. How do you know that? Well, that's because that's the most embarrassing thing ever to have. Well, that's what I had. Oh. You the stick what? it on the car. You stick it on the car window. It's like a little man with suckers, th- and you put him on the car window, <laughs> and then dangling down, almost imperceptible, <laughs> is a little rubber tube with a puffer on the end. And then when you stopped at the traffic lights, you pull alongside somebody, you press the puffer, and the man pulls his trousers down and moves the car. I've never seen it. Oh, you can have it. I think I've still got it somewhere in the attic. (laughs) That is the most embarrassing thing I've ever owned. I, that's Did not embarrassing. I, I was um I was impressed by the fingers that not used to come out the boot. Not embarrassing. Do you remember the fingers that used to come out the boot? To look <laughs> yeah. like yes. in the boot. That was quite See good. that that was classic <laughs> sense of humour. <laughs> the, the bum in a that's thinking way overthinking traffic jams. <laughs> I bought it. I can only say I'm sorry, it? Your Honour, I bought Did you use that it? creature. I'd be lying if I said, God no, I didn't use it. How embarrassing. What's worse than being stuck in a traffic jam? Being stuck in a traffic jam with somebody who finds that hilarious. <laughs> I must have found it funny. I'm, I, I mean, what can I say? I bought it. I bought it. I saw it. I went, I'll have one of those, please. And it wasn't ironic. I wasn't doing it and going, this will be a rubbish thing to have that I can talk about in a podcast in 25 years' time. <laughs> I was in my mid-twenties and thought that was funny enough to buy. A thing that pulls his trousers down and moons somebody in the car opposite the traffic lights. I mean, I'd love to see it. I mean, this is all pre-road rage, of course. 
I, I think that would diffuse the situation, to be honest. Totally. Can you imagine? Can you imagine trying to have road rage, storming out of your car, slamming the rug, and a fucking get you cut me up, and a fucking you come over. Hang on a minute, that's cheered me right. I'm sorry, on your way. We have on your way, my friend. We have the same sense of humour. We've got a lot in common. Yeah, what if the two of you had one? Well, then you just... Imagine two of you at the lights doing that. Both of you. Good on the puffer, making your thing flash the other person. People beeping because it's turned green. (laughs) If someone gave me a lift and they had one of those, I'd I'd happily operate the puffer. (laughs) (laughs) The unnamed man, (laughs) clearly hasn't given his name. Who can blame him? Uh, 30 years old, gave his age. He was treated by medics uh, in Guangdong, Guangdong, China. Uh, he complained of intense abdominal pain, lasting over an hour. There's always, there's always a story like this. Do you know what? I've avoided doing one in the first series. There are any number I could have chosen in the first series. Right? This is series two, episode one. There's any number of stories where somebody has shoved something in somewhere and had to have it. Had to go to hospital or got to a nurse or got to a doctor and get it removed. Yes. And Almost ex- every a, week. A, the excuse is always I sat on it. I saved it. I just thought this one, I, I can't, it's too good to be true. Because it's a fish. That's, that's it's a usually shame, things like a toy soldier or an action man or a little rubber shark <laughs> or a mobile phone charger or a hairbrush. I'm just looking around the room what, now. Uh, a hairbrush. What kind, of, what, kind uh, of sicko, what kind of sicko is going for an action man over a Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> um, or a little rubber shark, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> or a My that? Little Pony. <laughs> Barbie be better than an action man if you're going to show yeah. something, wouldn't it? Oh, I mean, don't try this at home. This isn't a recommendation. This how, is a hypothetical. Why would it be, be better? It's, it's more sl- knobbly. It's more slender. Yeah, yeah, but it's more knobbly, isn't it? Whoa. I'd go. I'd go for. <laughs> I'd go for a weeble. A weeble. <laughs> would you? Oh. Yeah. If you had to shove something up your bottom right yeah, now. Yeah, I think ergonomically, I, I'd go, I, I think it would be um, uh, a weeble, yeah. It's an interesting conversation, though, isn't it? Dinner is party it? conversation. Is it? The conversation dries up a bit. You go, if you had to. Right? <laughs> if you had yeah. to shove something up your bottom right yeah. now. Right now? Yeah. Okay. What would it be? And you're not allowed to say like a grain of rice or something clever like that. <laughs> I don't know. God, this is awful. Um <laughs> you get... You don't have to take it too seriously. I'm imagining we're eating. Oh, you're imagining the dinner party too. Yeah, you'd have to do much. it. You'd have to do it between courses. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you'd have to leave the like table. a palate cleanser. <laughs> I wonder how often though, because you you do you hear the stories or like a, some of the Henry Hoover parts. Like, yeah. they, they must just Hoover's a popular A and E must just all the time just just get what? just non-stop. <laughs> they must yeah. do, wasn't they? They it must, must do. It just must. <laughs> I would love to go in an A&E where everybody in there exclusively, <laughs> exclusively had shoved things up their bottom. What are you in for? I'm in for my Henry Hoover. What are you in for? Do Death they ever Buster? show that on Casualty? What are you in for? Just some Hoover bags? Do what? they ever show that on Casualty? They should. They must have. Embarrassing bodies. This guy. The fish up his bum. They must have, pe- they must have had people like 24 that. 24 hours in A&E. I'd, yeah, watch that. I'd watch that one. We, must, we yeah. should ask if there's anyone out there. Any A&E nurses or doctors. I'd say I know who will know about this. Angela Barnes, friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she a... Was she, she a nurse or a doctor? She was a nurse. Hey, was she, she A&E? She was, I think she was a nurse, yeah. I don't, I don't know if she's A&E. Barry, she... get her on the phone and let's ask her about this story and see if she's got any 
things stuck up your bottom stories. <laughs> also, it says here it's not clear whether the fish, which was a Mozambique tilapia man, I don't know what that is, it's a kind of fish. It, they don't know whether it was alive or dead when it was stuffed up the man's backside. Angela might know this, actually, because there must be a way of telling whether the fish was alive or dead. You know, like how they tell if somebody's died, whether they've drowned or not, things like that. Oh, and how long ago, yeah. That, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. We yeah. don't know any, anybody, unless anybody knows any uh, forensic scientists. No. Let's get Angela on the phone. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Quite a pleasure. We've got quite quite a story to talk to you about in a minute. Before we get on to it, how are you? I'm all right, mate. You know, same as everyone, waiting for the world to get back to normal. What What have you been doing while the world's not normal? Well, I've been all right, really. I had like I did news quiz from home, so uh, that, of course, that was yeah. fine. And I've got I'm writing a book, so I just sort oh, of brilliant. Been all right, really. Can't complain. Yeah. What sort of, What sort of book are you writing? I'm writing a book. It's called The Ugly Truth, and it's about uh, lookism, is what it's about. Oh. Lookism? Yeah. If you look different. Depending on what we wow. look like. Oh, that's oh. fascinating, love. And, spoiler alert, yes. 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 <laughs> now, now, if I could just stretch that to about 100,000 words, that would be <laughs> Well, you can have that one. Can I? Cheers. That's <laughs> 99,999 to go. Brilliant. You can, have, you can have... Listen, I don't even want a credit for that. <laughs> just something in the foreword, just a little thanks, a little nod. Hey, I'll sell more if I do credit you for it, Ros. So <laughs> Nonsense. This is the story for you. We okay. thought we thought who'd know the answer to this kind of stuff. This is what you know. You know, every thirty seconds in in the newspapers, Angela, there's a story about somebody who's shoved something up somewhere and then yes. had to go somewhere to get it taken out. I think I know what we're saying here. We know the kind of story I'm talking about. I do. You're a woman of the world. <laughs> well, did you used to be a, a nurse? I did, yes. I've, I've, um, it's the first question people ask you when you're nursing is how many times have you fished something out from something? And the answer is I haven't really. I've, I've had to stick oh. my finger up there for different reasons, but I've never had to fish <laughs> anything out. 
Any of those reasons medical or was it just... Some medical, some just pure pleasure. <laughs> you know, get your feels where you can. So you've never retrieved something? Not a hoover, not a mobile phone? Not a ketchup bottle, not a Barbie doll. Not nothing. a fish? <laughs> not, definitely not. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, Rod, as well, is that I have a phobia of fish. Do you? Like very oh, in- wow. Yeah. So this would be my absolute worst nightmare. What okay. wow. How do you feel about talking about a fish that's up somebody's bum? I think I, I can, because it's sort of in the abstract, as it were. Um, yeah. Does it help that it's up the bum? <laughs> is, it, is it less, does your phobia, you know when somebody's scared of something, are they still scared of it if it's, it's concealed up, up somebody's bum? <laughs> Spiders up a bum don't feel as threatening, do they? Oh, well, uh, not if they're up someone else's bum. Oh, yeah. Sean has got a Crypt genuine terrified. phobia of spiders. Genuine, absolutely true. So let's see. If a spider <laughs> was up somebody else's bum. <laughs> yes. Like a spider came on TV last night like, oh, without God, warning, a big fit. hairy tarantula, and Sean screamed and dived behind. How yeah. would it, if, they, if it was up somebody's bum, would you, are you still scared of it? If you can't see it, you just know it's there. Well, you couldn't see it unless you're no, looking you know up their bum or directly. One, one, one little leg comes out. Oh, in. no, Barry! <laughs> Um, yeah, still terrifying. Still terrifying. And yeah, even if it's up somebody else's bum, completely concealed. And completely they are, concealed. and you and don't even know it's there. It. So they are fully dressed. You're chatting to them. You don't even know it. And they're all right. And they say, "I've got a spider up my bum." Would you? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang out with them. <laughs> but you wouldn't be terrified. <laughs> For different reasons. Yeah, you'd think they're a bit odd, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you wouldn't be scared of it. I would. You would still be scared. Just in case it would come out. Okay interesting it's i'll read you the story okay the unnamed man it says we don't know what it, <laughs> was treated by medics in guangdong china um it's not clear whether the fish which was a mozambique tilapia man sounds big <laughs> I'll, I'll come on to how big it was though so, so they don't know if it was alive or like a schrodinger's fish up his ass <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly like schrodinger's fish at the moment <laughs> We don't know whether it's alive or dead. Basically, he was treated by medics. He complained of intense abdominal pain lasting over an hour. It's not clear whether the fish, which was a Mozambique tilapia man, was alive or dead when it was stuffed up the man's backside. Now, here's some details. The tilapia man can grow up to 15 inches in length. The x-rays show that he was over an inch wide. When questioned by a nurse, the patient... the x-ray. (laughs) <laughs> like a fish bone, <laughs> like a cartoon. Well, presumably, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. But presumably, that is what would show up on an X-ray, isn't it? It would be yeah. like a cartoon Tom and Jerry. A cartoon fish Tom and Jerry fish, <laughs> and just some bum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why the exact fish, the size of the fish is not known. X-ray pictures show that it was over an inch wide. When questioned by a nurse, the patient claimed he had. Now, here, this is important. This is about. He had accidentally sat on it. <laughs> I've got questions, Rod, Go about that. Yeah. Because, I mean, generally, I don't know, maybe they do in your house. In my house, fish aren't just sort of hanging out on the sofa. <laughs> like, in the places where I sit, it's very yeah. unlikely there's going to be a fish just there. Yeah, Especially unlikely. when you're scared of them. But well, let's quite, give him the benefit. In my house, ben- definitely not. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, you say you're scared of fish. So, like, what, tuna? Well, not if it's in a tin, no. If it looks like a fish, I'm scared of it. But if it's like swimming? I can eat a fish finger, but I can't watch Finding Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Well, my mum thinks... Because when I was little, we won a goldfish at the fair when I was a toddler, 
and apparently put it on the sideboard in a little bowl and the cat knocked it over. And when I came down the next morning, apparently the fish was flopping about in the living room and that was it for me. Never oh, wanted anything to do yeah. with fish ever again. <laughs> it's all about diplomacy often, isn't it? Being, being a nurse or a doctor and stuff because it's never happened to you, but put yourself in, the, you're in A&E, you work in A&E, you're on a long shift, you're tired. It, in comes an unnamed man, age 30, complaining of abdominal pain. Right. You do the x-rays and you think, <laughs> okay, he seems to have a he seems to have a fish up his bottom. <laughs> he says, I accidentally sat on it. Yeah. What do you do? Moral maze. Well, professionally, you say, you, you go, okay, if that's the story you're telling me and the history you're giving me, that's obviously in the staff room later, you piss yourself laughing at what a twat he is. But <laughs> you have a thing, they call it the nurse's mask that you wear. Oh. Ooh. Right, which is about how ever shocking the news that someone's given you is, or, or like, for example, if you've got some old lady comes in and she says, I hurt my leg and she's bandaged it up, and you take the bandage off and there's a stinking, horrible ulcer underneath it, you can't go, Oh my fucking god, that's disgusting. You have to go, oh dear, That looks that looks uncomfortable, but I, I do still think that you know, nurses and doctors are only human. I think a fish up the bum, you're gonna react. Well, this one. <laughs> According to the transcript, so it was transcribed, the interchange between the man with fish up bum and nurse. <laughs> Apparently, the nurse said, do you think I'm an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, called him on it. Her nurse's mask slipped. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> it's spiny fins that also oh. caused ruptures in the patient's large intestines. Sorry, he's what now? Spiny fins. Spiny fins on the fish. So he hasn't just shoved a fish up, but he's chosen a spiny one. That's like going, I want to stick a bit of fruit up my ass. Are you going to choose a banana? No, a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> mango, I'd go. Would you? Yeah. Man- Hang on, I'm trying to think of a mango. Oh, yeah. Very wide. Quite, it's very yeah. large. No, maybe it is too big. I was just thinking exotic. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Barry looking off to the left. That means he's trying to think what fruit he'd shove up his bottom. <laughs> I did a look. body language course. <laughs> I did a body language course. Looking up to the left. It's quite specific. What? Yeah, looking up to the right is you're trying it's... to recall the past. Looking up to the left, trying to think what fruit to shove up your jacksie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear some of the comments? Yeah. The comments is, a, is the usual mixture. You know the comments underneath when you go on online news stories, uh, Angela? Mm-hmm. Um, you can have this one for news quiz, by the way, if you... Uh... Oh, cheers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> If you need one. It's very Radio 4 so far. Oh, very Radio 4. This is right up Radio 4's alley. <laughs> okay, there's the usual uh, predictable rubbish jokes. Like, I certainly wouldn't go to his place, P-L-A-I-C-E, for dinner. Uh, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. For God's oh sake. God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sat on the fish. Smells a bit fishy to me. Uh, we did. Oh, this is a be- better quality. Better quality predictable. Some fish are bottom feeders. Hey, that's quite good. That's good. I like that one. Not bad, that. Somebody else has gone, yeah, fishy bum flap. (laughs) (laughs) And then the perfect, keep it simple, understated response from Lee Beadle. No chips. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. No chips. (laughs) I I just... um, I just Googled, um, which I should probably clear my history after. I just I Googled <laughs> 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 uh, things stuck up people's bums. Um, yeah. And the first article I went to, right, it's uh, 
it says that there's a uh, there's someone chronicling our country's cavity misadventures um and it says right here is a sample and i at first i was like what because the first two things were a pair of flip-flops and um and a fleece jacket but then i realized they were adverse <laughs> <laughs> Woman, woohoo! Woman teaches her dog to perform CPR in forty-five minutes. Uh, what? Uh, hang on, she taught it in forty-five minutes, or it did CPR for forty-five minutes? No, she taught it in forty-five minutes. After seeing trick on craft. <laughs> hang on, uh, she, what? She she saw that trick on on craft. I mean, I've have seen them go through hoops. I haven't yeah. seen the dogs and crafts stop them. There's stop no CPR. Doing mouth to mouth and maybe pumping. maybe she was watching crafts. Maybe somebody in the audience collapsed. <laughs> and a St. John's ambulance man did the CPR. That's more and like she it. thought, I'll teach my dog that trick. <laughs> it's not really a trick, is it, CPR? It is for a dog. Sitting down as a human isn't a trick. No, because you, you can't go to it. Hey, hey, everyone, watch it. You're never going to guess what I've taught him to do. Watch this. Watch this. And then he starts performing CPR on somebody. He doesn't yeah. need it. That's highly dangerous. But some dogs have been taught to dance in a, in a rah-rah skirt. Yeah, listen, forget about them for a minute, the rah-rah dogs. Focus on this one. When is this going to be any use? If he starts doing CPR as a trick on somebody who doesn't need it, that's very dangerous. <laughs> and if somebody does need CPR, you're not going to go, hey, hey watch this. Come here, come here, find out. Come here, watch this. Is there a no, doctor? Stand back, John. I know you're trained. Is there a doctor on the plane? Yeah. No, but... So, well, there, is, there is, but watch old find out. He's got a trick to show you. Watch it's this. It's a dog. I know you're in pain. I know it hurts your heart down there. This'll, this'll, hang on a minute. He's coming. This will cheer you up. He's coming. Was, was that John you referred to, John of St. John's Ambulance fame? <laughs> It was, yeah. St. John. I had to go on resuscitating Annie. The the model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dummy. Yeah, it's called, yeah. Annie Lennox. Resuscitating Annie. I don't know why it's always called that. It's a bit like, it's a bit like Lazy Susan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why is it called a Lazy Susan? No idea. I don't know. If I was a Susan, I'd be furious. Can you stop using the phrase Lazy Susan? I work bloody hard. (laughs) As a waitress. I work bloody hard passing things round tables. What is a lazy season? Is it one of those circular things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, well, like well, in the Chinese restaurant? What do you think we're talking about fucking waitressing for and pass the salt? What? Oh, yeah, I, d- I don't get many of your jokes. Huh? Is it that circular thing? And I'd be really around? fed up if I was a waiter as well. I'd been called dumb. Will you stop calling us dumb? I'm fed up of people saying make a rod for your own back. <laughs> <laughs> I think us rods should reclaim That's the name rod so and take it. so fitting for you though. Make a rod for your own back means making your life difficult. That is exactly what your name means. I mean, that's exactly what my Well, if, if there was a key ring with rod on it, that's exactly what it would say underneath in a gift shop. What? Makes life very <laughs> difficult for yourself. <laughs> uh, Sean, it would yeah. probably use the phrase, <laughs> makes a rod for his own back, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it would miss that opportunity. There'd be a key ring with rod on it. If only there was a phrase we could use here. Yeah. <laughs> Something like... Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Do you think now in gift shops today, when it, when you go up to the key rings and there's a Karen, it just says what Karen is now in, in popular culture? I think they'll probably start to do that, yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. In the same way as when you pick up a key ring in like a gift shop or something next to the fudge and it says Susan on it, underneath it says lazy fucker. <laughs> lazy even though, Even though we know she works bloody hard. Bloody hard. She does work hard. Passing things around the table. Pixie the boxer dog has got so good at CPR that Tanya had to start putting a book under her top during training. So she shoved oh, a book up her jumper. hitting her so hard. She hopes now, having taught the dog for fun, she hopes she'd be able to help save her life now if she needed to. 
I know we should ring about this. The boxer breeder. Do you remember back in series one when we rang a pigeon fancier down in the West Country, someone near Salisbury, friends of my cousins. Of course. Called Brian and Sarah. Yeah. They, there are two notable things about them. One, they were pigeon fanciers <laughs> and had 200 pigeons. The other one was... They had dogs on their lap. That they had a boxer dog on their lap as we spoke to them on the phone who was snoring. They're, t- they're two boxers. They're, they're two they're... boxer dogs. Yeah. I got a feeling, don't they train and breed boxer dogs as yeah, well as pigeons? Do. I don't yes. know. Well, they certainly at least got two of them. Let's give them a ring. Just for our listeners there, just to clarify things a bit, you've got Brian and Sarah. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining us again. And Luella's there as well. Hello, Luella. Hello, Shamai. <laughs> hey, Shamai. Yawn, oh. Dioch. <laughs> Shamai T. I'm bringing you because last time I spoke to you, you had boxer dogs, at least one on your lap, who was snoring away while we yep. were chatting. <laughs> She's about three foot away from me at the minute. Yeah. We've had a few boxers. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah. No, we've then. got two now. We've we got... probably had about 20, haven't we, over we... the years? There's a story in the paper about a woman in New Zealand, right, who's taught her boxer dog to do CPR. Right. Does that sound possible to you? No. Well, I don't know, sir, because here we go. Hello. 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 What I think is interesting is the reason that boxer dogs are called boxer dogs is mm. because they box with their paws, if yeah. like this, and okay. so they jump up at you a lot. And Elsa's forever, even if they're on you, she's forever paddling you. So that might be why they look like they're doing it, or that dog looked like it was doing it more than another dog. So that's, that's, that's a really good point. Naturally, well, dis- well suited. If you're going to train yes. a dog to do CPR, a boxer is a good, good place, place to start. We've actually done CPR on a boxer dog, so it could be returning the favour. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> what? Of course you have. I mean, why? Why is why did why is that unexpected from you? Well, because what it was, we had a boxer dog called Arch. We've, we've done it on a couple of boxer dogs, but the last one that I remember was Archie, and he was getting on a little bit. Hang on a minute, Brian. Can I just stop you? Can I just stop you? Can I just stop you a second? What you've given CPR to more than one boxer dog? Yes. Okay. Because yes. they they suffer with a thing called, called they suffer with a thing called boxer faint, and that's when they're usually exercised off the lead and they run around too much and they faint. Oh no! Um, right. And they they do it and you worry about them. You run up to them so, and you've got to revive them. Gosh. Basically, they can't get enough air back in, and if you leave them, they could die. Um, so the last one was Archie, and we was running him around the field, and he was. Being a good dog, and there's other people watching him and think, oh, he's good. And then all of a sudden, they go over. I can't remember whether he went over to the right or when he went over to the left. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so I run up to him. <laughs> you, start pummeling, you, you start pummeling his stomach a little bit. I love yeah. him. And then... His chest. His chest, was it? Yeah, his chest. Well, is it not the stomach? Yeah, no, right? no, because that's where the heart is, in the chest. Oh, well, I, was, I had the right bit, though, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you were there. Okay, <laughs> so I was pummeling him, and then... Pummeling him? Not fumbling him. I was pummeling is not a good word. Is not a good word? It's a rude word. Oh, right. I was, yeah. I was pumping his chest. Pumping, yeah. And, <laughs> and he's still not... He's, he's still not responding very well. So then you have to go to the other end, the head end, the bitey bit, open his mouth and blow in mouth as much as you can. Bearing in mind they've got quite a big mouth. So you have to actually sort of cup your hands round 
to get enough air in, then yeah. go back down the other end, do the old massaging bit again, back up his head, blow him up, <laughs> re replenish his lungs. Yeah. And suddenly they, they, they sort of get their head up, then they get back up under all fours and then have a little fall down. Then you cuddle them and just keep massaging the, the sides of them. Then they're ready to go again. Are you, are and, you sure and this has not... happened with more than one of your dogs? Yeah, I think we've got a problem somewhere. <laughs> are you sure that's not what made him faint in the first place? No, he was he was he was running round. Yeah, you they, definitely they, haven't got this all in the wrong order, Brian. The boxer dog they, wasn't running round. You grabbed, cupped his face, started kissing him, trying to yeah. inflate him, and then he passed out. Is that what happened? Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. He, he was definitely on the ground. But um, oh, what no. you got to bear in mind, what you got to bear in mind, is we had some onlookers on this particular occasion. Right. Um, he wondered, sort of, why is he going over and started kissing that dog? And <laughs> you also did it on our Newfoundland. We had, as oh well. yeah, we had the Newfoundland. That's yeah. a huge yeah. dog. What, why did you give it to the Newfoundland? Because he fainted. <laughs> so, mate, you seem to have a lot of fainting dogs. You do seem to have <laughs> yes. a lot of. Thank yeah, you, Barry. I didn't know how to put it delicately, but <laughs> I think your that? dogs faint too often. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. And thanks to special guest Barry Castagnola. Thanks to Angela Barnes. And thanks again to Brian, Sarah and Loella, the pigeon fanciers and boxer dog experts. You can contact us at The Froth Podcast where you'll get extra froth content. And in an exciting new communication method bringing us bang up to date, you can now email us directly straight up our inboxes. No poo stories, please. Contact us with your incredible stories and more by emailing hello at thefrothpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. This podcast was a Thlanbobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.